Hello everyone, welcome to Lionel Home Loans. Uh, we're running a little bit late today, but uh, we had some technical difficulties earlier, but now we're finally on. We're finally ready to get ready and get, get straight to this. So um, the last previous um, episodes were based on, again, banking, uh, myself, and credit. And since we talked about credit in the last episode, I want to expand more on it and talk about the more about the things you can access with good credit or with credit period. And one of the first things that people try to use when they try to get credit is get a car. So they try to get an auto loan. Um, so today the topic is auto loans. Um, what an auto loan is, where to get the auto loan, um, how it works, um, and uh, and how to get the best deal. So let's let's get into it. So the first thing is, what is an auto loan? So an auto loan is pretty much an installment loan. An installment loan is saying that it's a you're going to borrow a fixed amount of money from a lender or a bank, a finance company. And it's going to be based on a certain time period. And that's usually based on amount of months. So it ranges from 36 to 48 to 60 to 72 to 80, even 84 months. Um, and what pretty much what it is, is that you finance a complete principal amount and, um, you get, you get charged on the interest on that and you have that specific amount of time to pay off that auto loan. So like I said, it starts from 36 months to all the way to 84 months. Um, and each month you're going to make a payment. And it's going to be the same exact payment, um, and it's going to go towards the principal, and of course towards you know some of the interest, but towards the balance in total. So this is a big commitment to make. So um, before you go shop, before you get that car you always wanted, you 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 need to first do your homework and make sure you even qualify for that car. You can afford that car, and you can make that monthly payment because at the end of the day, that's the most important thing at the end of the month, is whether you can make that payment or not. And, um, and, and it will lead to, and, and that, that's just the beginning. It's just the beginning of starting your credit and the first steps. Um, if you're able to, you know, to do an auto loan and get some credit cards, then that'll set you in the right direction to maybe eventually get in a home in the future. So like I mentioned earlier, an auto loan is pretty much a, a loan given to you by a finance company or a bank and it comes with collateral. So the collateral means that, um, if you, it, it, it's, it's based on a specific, um, tangible item. So the tangible item is the is the car itself. So you're getting an auto loan on the car itself, um, and, the, and the car is a collateral. What that means is that if you're not able to make the payment, then the finance company or the lender can take back the car, and that's what it's based on on a specific tangible item. Um, so when you get an auto loan, you're going to be making payments each month, and the goal is to, is to pay off the complete balance. So you get the pink slip because the pink slip is actually owned. It's actually it's in the name of the of the lender, and that can be the credit union, the bank, or the finance company. Um, in order to get an auto loan, um, finance companies have to run your credit, so that's going to be an inquiry on there. And uh, when they're running your credit, they're going to be looking for your credit report, see how strong or weak it is, what's on there, and what your credit score is. That's how they're going to base whether you're approved or not, and specifically what kind of interest rate you're going to be getting on that auto loan. So now that you know what an auto loan is, um, the question is, where do you get an auto loan? So you can get an auto loan um, at a finance company like a credit union, uh, a big bank, or even at the dealership. The dealerships sometimes have their own finance companies. Um, these are the places where you can you be offered an auto loan where you'll qualify and they'll let you know how much you qualify for. And they'll give you the amount and, of course, the interest rate. And you can set your, you can set the amount of months that you want to have this installment loan for. Like I mentioned earlier, it was 36 months and it goes up to 84 months. So that's three years to about seven years. 
Um, I purposely, I, I, I'm sorry. I, 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 in my opinion, I believe the best lender is probably a credit union. And uh, the reason why I say a credit union um, is because they offer the lowest interest rates. They offer the lowest interest rates and credit unions also have, um, they have a, uh, a car services. So when I mean car services, what I mean is that they can help you find a car. They can, they have, um, auto, auto purchasing services where they actually find the car for you. So you don't have to do any of the shopping. Um, another thing that they offer is a uh, discounts on extended warranty and on gap insurance. We'll get, and that's a little bit later, but that's just the kind of services that they offer credit unions. Now, however, one thing to keep in mind is when applying for an auto loan at a credit union, credit unions usually want to see how much income you're making. Um, and what they want to see is your pay stubs, the most recent two weeks pay stubs or the last two pay stubs actually. And based on that, and of course your credit score, then they'll let you know whether you're approved or not. Um, so like I said, you can go to a dealership and you can try to get the auto loan there and have them run your credit and they can run it through numerous lenders and see which one gives you the best rate or the, or the, the best amount, or you could get it yourself. Um, like I mentioned earlier, a credit union is one of the best ones. Um, but if you feel like maybe your credit isn't up to par, then maybe you can go a different route. But just keep in mind, all you need to have with a credit union, most of the time, the minimum FICO score is a 590. So uh, another option aside from a credit union is also a, uh, a national bank. And two of the big banks right now that offer auto loans are Capital One and Wells Fargo. They're very aggressive and they're a little bit easier to qualify for an auto loan. Uh, but just keep in mind, that um, the interest rates will be higher compared to a credit union. Um, so that's, that's a give and take. But sometimes getting that auto loan is better than nothing. And um, a good thing about an auto loan is that um, getting that on your credit report, even though when you run your credit, your, your score drops a few points, that auto loan, your credit report will actually be beneficial because it actually increases your, 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 your credit score. So um, that's one thing to look forward to aside from having the cars is, is it have the fact that it helps um, build your credit up. Um, so now that we know where to, where are the options for you to get your auto loan at, um, how do you get it done? So what you can do is prior to getting the car, or let's say you found the car that you wanted, um, you know where the dealerships are at. You did some, you did some, some homework on the type of car that you want. Uh, you saw how much the value of it is. You read some reviews. Um, you noticed to see if there's any callbacks uh, on that car. Um, and any, anything that, that would have any issues and you feel like you picked the right car and you, it's always a car you always wanted then you need to start looking for the financing. So um, one thing you can do is get a pre-approval. A pre-approval means that you, before you go into the dealership to try to pretty much buy the car that you want, you come in with a piece of paper saying that you already have your own financing. And this financing pretty much says that this is how much they're gonna be letting you borrow. So now at this point, you don't have to go and, and try to get the financing to the dealership wherever you're buying the car. Um, another thing, so, there, uh, just like I said, there's options in terms of the financing. There's also options in, on where you can buy a car. So I mentioned earlier, a credit union can actually look for the car for you, or you can go to a dealership yourself. Um, another thing is you get to, through a private party. Um, and right now, there's a lot of websites online that help you go, go find through private parties. Um, one of them is the most well known is probably Craigslist. Another one is Car Gurus. Car Gurus is like a database for dealerships to um, put their cars on there, but sometimes so do private people as well, um, even Facebook. So 
is that there's a different uh, you know marketplaces where you can find an auto loan, um, and there's uh, there's there's auto, there's dealerships um, that um, that are are small dealerships, big dealerships. There's even two of the best um, dealerships that specialize in used cars, and those are um, Car Carmax and also um, Auto Nation. So they they specialize in used cars, not new cars. But they have, they have, they go, these cars go through rigorous inspections. So you know when you're buying a car, you're not buying a lemon. Um, a lemon is pretty much buying a car that has a lot of issues. And you, you know, you, you didn't know about it until after you bought it, you realized it had so many mechanical issues. So, um, like I said, it's a, it's a selection of good cars, a wide variety of cars at CarMax and AutoNation. Um, and, uh, and has, and, and it has, it's usually they're up to par. But another thing to it is that they also um, there's no haggling there, so you won't have to deal with with the with the salesman who's going to try to, you know, make you charge more or you have to go back and forth and negotiate on the price. There's only one price and that's it. Whatever you see on the stickers, how much it's going to go for. There's no trying to, uh, to to get it cheaper and it won't oversell it to you. That's just what you're going to pay for it. So um, either way you look at it, I, I personally think it's a great thing because at least you know what you're going to be paying for it. Um, so those are the few places you can get a car. Like I said, through a private party, you can go to a dealership. Um, you can go to a dealership that offers used cars and new cars. And like I said, you can go to a used car dealership where they only offer used cars, with like CarMax or Auto or uh, Auto Nation. Um, so um, when I mentioned earlier, um, uh, before you go and you find the car that you wanted, you wanted to do your homework on the on the car, but you also wanted to get the pre approval. Now. This whole podcast, most of these episodes, it's it's based on your credit, enhancing your credit, establishing credit. So just like I mentioned in the previous podcast about credit, this one's going to be a heavy topic on credit as well. Maybe not as much, but this this podcast is is influenced by credit. So when you try to get, for example, uh, an auto loan through a credit union, uh, one of the local credit unions here in Southern California, uh, depending on what your credit score is, that will determine – um, the interest rate you're going to pay. So I'm going to give you an example of one of these credit unions. Um, this is a credit union uh, not too far from in, in the LA County. Um, if you try to get a 60 month credit uh, credit uh, auto loan, which is five years, um, if your credit score is 619 or less, you're going to pay 10.99%. Um, if your credit score is from 620 to 679, then you'll pay 6.99%. So it's a big difference from almost 4%. Between those two, um, as your score gets higher, your rates gets lower. So now, when you jump in from the 680 credit score to 719, it drops three points. It goes from 6.99 to 3.99. Once you get into the 720 score, you're above 700. You'll be between 720 and 759. You'll be able to get a 2.99 percent. And last, when you reach the, the, the holy number 760 and above, you finally get to 2.49%. Now, uh, these rates that I gave you, um, it includes one thing. It includes uh, an auto deduct, um, uh, an, uh, auto, an auto deduct uh, loan payment um, discount. So what that means is that you have to open an account with this credit union, a checking account. And um, to get this rate, um, you'll have to make sure that the, the each payment, each monthly, it comes out of that checking account. So you have to deposit money in there, and it's it'll be auto deduct, so it'll come out on a specific day, 
and then you'll be able to get these these rates. Um, even with that, you can still get a really good rate at, at credit unions. But this is just these rates I gave earlier. Those are with that feature, with the auto deduct feature. So, uh, like I said, uh, try to try to shop around. Um, credit unions are usually the best ones. It all depends on your situation. Um, if you don't have the best credit, you can start with Capital One, uh, Wells Fargo. Um, if your credit, if you've been working on your credit for a while and you feel like you're in a good place, then you might as well take advantage of it and go to a credit union. Um, you can always take a shot also at a dealership, but I, I personally prefer um, a credit union. But at the end, it's, it's up to you and where you're where you're at and what you're comfortable with um, with doing, how much research you want to put, how much effort you want to put it to get in a new car or a used car. So um, now that you know where to get the car, how much it costs, you did your research and you know how to finance it, now you have to just determine what kind of car do you want. Um, you know, if you're going to be doing your research on a car, look up on a thing called Carfax. Carfax, what it does is it gives you a history of that car if it's been in any accidents. Uh, it does come with a fee, but um, at least you'll know if what you're getting is actually worth its value and that you won't be getting a car that's going to give you more issues because it's already been in previous accidents. Another thing you want to do is you want to check the value of the car. So when you're shopping from places to places, you want to make sure that what you're paying for is worth it. You do not want to be paying more for a car than it's really worth. Uh, sometimes you can you you might get a discount. I mean, you might see a car, its its value is a lot higher, but you're getting a, a, a you know a, a discount on the car. So you can to figure out what the value of a car is, you can go to Kelly Blue Book. Kelly Blue Book is a company that dedicates itself to pretty much giving the value of cars, starting from really bad cars to fair cars to mint condition cars, really really good quality cars, and that means that the uptake of the car is good. Um, the, the mechanics are good, um, has had no issues. The interior exterior looks really good. So, um, do your research also on that, on what the value of the car is. So, um, when you're looking for your car and you decide what car you want, it might be a used car or it might be a, a new car. Now, what are the differences between used car and a new car? Well, typically in the past, a used car would be a little bit cheaper. Uh, a new car would be a little bit more expensive. But today, things are a little bit different um, with the, the car shortage right now or the, the car chip, the, the, the computer chip shortage. A lot of issues right now in car manufacturing, used cars are actually holding their value, so they're worth kind of a lot. But then uh, new cars are also kind of ex more expensive right now. So um, you pretty much have to determine, you know, if you want a new car or old car, it all depends on what you can afford. Um, that's one thing about it. The next thing is that when you try to get financing for a used car, Usually the interest rate is a little bit higher compared to a new car. On a new car, the rate's a little bit lower. Um, so that's one thing to look forward to. If you can get yourself a new car, um, you know, try to see if you can get it with the with the lowest interest rate. Like I said, it all depends on what you're what you're in, where you're where you're at uh, financially, in terms of your down payment, how much you're making, your expenses. So if you can afford a new car, go for it. Um, but if you can't, if you want to save some money, then you probably want to go with a used car. How much of the difference would be? Well, it all depends on the car and what's going on with the, with the value of the cars at the moment. Um, next, so after that, and after you determine what kind of car you want, you got to figure out whether when you get when you get the loan, whether it's going to be a lease or a buy. What a lease is pretty much saying that you're renting the car for a specific amount of time. Um, it could be like I think two to three years, and with an auto loan. Uh, and then when you buy a car, you're pretty much going to be making it, it, it could also it, it could start at, at three years, but goes up to, like I said, to seven years. So you're taking you do more payments. But at the end of that three to seven year term, you're going to keep the car with the lease. Whether it's two years or three years, you have to return that car back to the dealership. 
And um, there are certain rules when it comes to having a lease car, like there's a specific only amount of mileage you can have per year. Um, and uh, and you have to keep it in good condition. So there are there are rules that to, to getting that. Um, a, a good thing, though, about um, uh, about, le- about leased cars is that um, if you start a business and let's say, you know, you, you're going to use that car for your business, uh, that lease car, the interest on it. Um, you can use it to uh, discount your um, as a tax deductible. The whole payment. That's, so that's a big deal. So if any of you guys were thinking of starting a business and you needed a car, um, a lease car might, might be the way to go because you can deduct the whole payment. Um, one idea that I will be talking in the future. And, and what one other thing I will be talking about is, is Turo. Uh, Turo is an app where you can lend out your cars. So some people might want to do leasing with these cars. However, you have to be careful because um, not all leases qualify to rent out your car. So you have to see which which uh, which um, dealerships of which car allows it. Now another discount, another, sorry, another tax uh, advantage to having a lease car when it comes to business is that the maintenance of the car also is a tax deductible and the gas as well. So there's a just there's some sort of some plus sides to get in a lease car, but like I said, it all depends on your situation if it makes sense or if it doesn't. Um, so um, now now that you pretty much you know you're looking what kind of you want, you decide you're gonna get a buyer a lease. You want to shop around dealerships. Um, usually you want to shop around five dealerships and see which one has the best um, best price for you to buy at. Um, if you don't don't pay for more than a car than you really need to. Um, you know, come up with a few cars, uh, a few cars that you want, maybe one to three models that you want, and then come up with about, you know, three to five dealerships and, and you just call and see which ones are the best ones or visit the dealership yourself, um, to see, you know, which one has the best price. Um, you know, and, and if you really want to negotiate, then you could try doing that. Or like I said, you can go to CarMax or AutoNation and pretty much if, if your car is in that lot, you want to, you want, you're not going to be haggling, but at least, you know, you get a good car that has, um, that passes expansion inspections. So uh, now that you decided what kind of car you want at the dealership, how much, um, all that, you have a pre-approval letter now, um, goes to negotiating. Um, so when you're negotiating for a car, you know, uh, depending on how much the car is valued, you can only negotiate so much. And there's only so much that dealership should be charging you. I mean, there are no limits, but, you know, try try to stay within a budget um, of how much you know you're willing to pay for it and, and how much you're willing to put down. When when you're negotiating with the car, it's not just the price you're negotiating, but also add-ons. Um, a lot of dealerships um, try to do some add-on services to, to to the sale of the car. You have to understand that they don't just make money off of the car. We actually don't make that much money off, off of the sale of the car. The real money that they make in is the maintenance of the car. They like for you to be going back to the dealership and using their services for the maintenance of the car. Or there's an issue with the car. Not only that, but when you're actually trying to buy the car and checking out, they're going to add on other services. Um, this is called upselling. So um, upselling is pretty much you bought something already, and the sales clerk is trying to get you to buy more things. So one of the one of the upselling things that they sell, one of the products that they sell at dealerships, are um, gap insurance and extended warranties. There's a, there's a list of other things too, maybe some kind of protection for the paint or for the rims or for the, or for the, 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 the windows or the mirrors or tints, different, different things. But the most common ones you're going to find is gap insurance and extended warranty. 
So an extended warranty pretty much is that, you know, usually cars come with a specific warranty from a manufacturer that can go up to maybe three to five years. Um, that's the average. There are some that offer 100,000 miles or 10 years, and that's through Kia. Um, so Hyundai, they, that, that's what they specialize in. That's one of their sales points is that their cars, um, you know, they, they, they pretty much, they're, they're betting that their cars are going to work for you for a while. So they're, they wouldn't give you a 10 year, 100,000 more mile warranty. But most warranties are from three to five years. So, um, if you're not getting a Kia, your best probably will be getting your, you know, if it's a Honda or if it's a, a Lexus, it's a Chevy, it's a Ford, uh, it's a Dodge, you'll probably get a three to five year, um, warranty. Now, what the, when you're trying to, Buy the car. The salesman will try to get you to get extended warranty. So that means it's, it's going to warranty. It's going to have you're going to have surpassing those three to five years, or give you more warranty on more things on the car. Now, to be honest with you, you really don't need any of that stuff. You don't need the extended warranty. You don't need any other additional things, and you don't need gap insurance. Gap insurance is only really useful when you're not going to put anything down. Um, so be careful. Be careful that when you're when you're talking to the salesman that you're you make a point across that you do not want extended warranty. You don't want gap insurance. Gap insurance will only be if you're not going to put anything down or a very small amount. Um, so if you put in a, a a good down payment, do not do not add on for gap insurance and make sure you read your contract. But try to sneak in those things in there if you're not paying attention. Um, you know, look at your contract. Make sure that you understand where all the fees are coming coming from, how much you're paying for the car, uh, the, the 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 sales tax, the registration, all those different things, and make sure you look for any other additional things that don't make any sense. Look at all the all the dollar signs and try to see where that's coming from. Um, so now that you pretty much you know you you know what to get, and you know you're you're negotiating with the um with the dealership. Um, you know, that, that, that should give you some kind of leverage in, um, uh, in buying a car. So remember, try to do your research for your car. Look up the value. Look up the Carfax. Um, there's several magazines that are dedicated to the, um, uh, the value of a car, uh, the, you know, how well it works, its safety levels. Um, you know, if there's any issues with it, um, one of them is called Consumer Reports. And, you know, the value of the car you can get through the Kelly Blue Book. And then when you find a specific car, you can look at Carfax to see if it's been in any, any any um, bad accidents. So you really want to do your research when it comes to a car because you have to remember you're going to be setting yourself up for the for a commitment for three to seven years of making a monthly payment. You have to make sure that each month you're making that payment and it's going to be worth it. The last thing you want to do is buy a car that you really don't want. You paid way too much for it and you're stuck with the payment. Um, so do your research when it comes to the car. Do your research when it comes to you know um, financing the car, how much you want to put down. And kind of, you know, work with your budget. Try to figure out a specific amount that you can pay for each month. Um, and like I said, do your research at which dealerships. You, there's some dealerships that are known for overpricing people. So, you know, you could go to CarGurus. CarGurus.com is a list. It's a, it's a place, a database where dealerships post ads on their cars. You can see what cars are available. If you're looking for a specific car, you can put whether it's a V6, a V8, the color, the year. Um, specific trims and they'll find it for you and all these dealerships post your cars on there and you get to compare the prices on there so do do as much homework as possible and like i said you know also work on your credit because your credit's going to be what's going to determine whether you can qualify for an auto loan or not and what kind of rates you're going to get the lower the the lower the rate the lower the payment um the more money you're going to save and with that extra money so many things different things you can do with it now um if you feel like you're in need of help of 
of trying to buy the car or I'll just get the financing for the car. Make sure you have the you have uh, the right credit. Reach out to me. Um, you know, create strategies, credit strategies to help um, you know work on your credit, eliminate certain things, but then also establish new credit, acquire new credit. So I have, I have different strategies for different people um, depending on what their goals are. So um, I can help you if you're trying to get an auto loan, if you're trying to get a house, if you're trying to start a business, whatever it is, I can create a specific tailored strategy for you. Um, reach out to me and I can help you, you know, try to get the best credit score you can get so that you can get, make the most um, out of your um, out of your hard work and out of your money. Um, because at the end of the day, uh, the most important thing in this economy is not really cash. It's credit because credit is what opens the doors to a lot of opportunities. And people think that um, that, you know, credit is just to get a car or get a house. It's more than just that. As a matter of fact, you can do a lot of these things at the same time. You can uh, use your credit. You can start. You can start a business. Start a business credit and have that help you get cars. So um, I'm gonna end the. I'm gonna end this podcast with a story of uh, of, of buying a car, and it's gonna be my story. Um, and it's gonna be about how I got my car, where I got it, and the discount that I got it by by doing all my homework. So the car that I got was a Camaro. I got a Chevy Camaro in 2016. It was an RS. Um, my trim was a little bit different. It came with, with double stainless uh, pipe and I had a, um, a moonroof and it's all black. So I got a really good deal on it. Um, I've been wanting this car for a long time. So I worked, I worked really hard to get it. Um, I saved my money up. I actually got it when I was in college. So, um, when I went to college, um, when I had a Lexus and I had it for, it had it for a few years and, um, it did, it did really well for me, but it was time for me to move up and get something newer because uh, the maintenance of the car was actually costing me worth more than what the car was actually valued. So I decided to get the car and um, I took some really good advice and I decided to get the car toward the end of the year. Now, the reason why I say at the end of the year is because throughout the year, you might see advertisements to get your car out of specific holidays. Well, they'll drop the money. They'll, they'll give you cash back. You'll get a discount on the car. Now, I waited to the end of the year because at the end of the year is when they start bringing the new models in. So I got my car in 2016 around Halloween and the lot, the dealerships were trying to make room for the 2017 models. So what they're pretty much doing is you're trying to sell as many 2016s as, as possible, whatever the, the model of the car is, whatever dealership, so they can make room for the new inventory. So the car that I wanted was supposed to be $38,000 because I waited to the end of the year. Um, I got a 20% discount. So at the end, out the door, I only had to pay twenty nine thousand um, dollars. Out of that twenty nine thousand, I dropped five grand. I saved the five thousand um, dollars, and I did that when I was in college. I saved my money up, um, so I only had to finance twenty four thousand um, dollars. So when I went to the dealership, I pretty much um, got the car that I wanted. I knew how much I was going to pay for. Um, they gave me the discount, and you know. When I was when I was offered the gap insurance, when I was offered the extended warranty, when I was offered all these type of silly protections, I just said no, no, no. I ended up just paying for it, and I remember that the salesmen were too happy with it because that's where they make their money. They make their money on the extra things. Um, so at the end of the day, I got what I wanted, not what they wanted, and that was because of my credit. My credits would give me leverage. Um, I got a pretty good interest rate. Um, you know, I was in college. Um, and and part of the reason why I was able to even qualify and get the rate that I wanted was because of my credit. I've been working on my credit for some, some time now. So um, because of my credit, because of where it was at, it was like around 740 to 760. 
guess what? I didn't have to show any form of income or employment. Uh, sometimes with certain with certain people, if their scores are not that high, they might have to show the the pay stubs. They might have to show some kind of source of income somewhere where they work at. Uh, you know, in order to qualify for an auto loan. But because my score was so high, they just gave me the keys. That was already out the way. The next step was pretty much figuring out, you know, what if I was going to buy more things and I didn't. So at the end of the day, I got the car that I wanted. I got it for the price that I wanted. Um, and, you know, I got the time that I wanted. And, and, and the best thing of all was that I wasn't even working. I had no job. I was going to school. I was saving up my money. My tuition is what paid for my car, for my down payment, and it's what continue to pay my monthly payments because I got such good grades that each each quarter, each semester, my tuition was paying for my car, and I made my credit work for me. Most people would not be able to do that. Now, the reason I got that loan approved and that score was because what was on my credit report. I had a beefed-up credit report, which means I had a specific amount of trade lines of accounts on there, and I don't even remember not, but in the previous episode, I said what goes on to a credit report. We talked about it, the accounts that are on there, how long they've been on there for, um, the mixture of accounts, how many payments you've made, but also a very important thing, your ink, where your employment is. Sometimes employers will put that on there. So when I walked into that dealership, I told them I was a banker. I was a banker at a certain point, but not at that month, not on that day. I no longer was a banker, but it was still showing up on my credit report. So my credit report gave me a lot of leverage and helped me get the car that I've always wanted. And that was the reason why I got approved and I got the rate that I wanted. And and I, I decided how things were going to go down, not the dealership, not the salesman. So your credit can do a lot for you. Um, that's just one thing it's done for me. My credit has helped me start a business. Um, it's helped me pay for my licensing, for my mortgage um, my mortgage loans. It's, it's done a lot of different things for me. The auto loan was just one successful story. And I've done that with numerous clients. I've helped them work on their credit to get to move out. Um, to start a business, um, even to get a car. So there's a lot of things we can do for you. So I'm going to end it with that. Thank you for listening. Um, if you want to reach out to me, reach out to me so I can work on your credit. Um, that could be for different things. Um, so this podcast is over, but I do want to say the next week I'm going to be having a different podcast topic, and that's going to be on credit cards. We'll be talking about um, you know, uh, what type of credit cards are out there, um, what they come with, what are the benefits, how to qualify for a credit card, and um, you know how to make credit cards work for you and the different advantages, uses you can have for credit cards. So tune in for next Wednesday, um, somewhere between 8 to 9 o'clock. I'm not too sure. Hopefully it won't be too late this time or next time like it was this time. But uh, I'll try to get on there. And uh, if anyone has any questions in regards to this podcast about auto loans, about credit, about maybe you need to have questions you want me to answer next week for the credit cards, Shoot them to me now or even ask me when when I go on live. It's up to you. Either way, thank you for tuning.